This is the download from Sounds Profitable, the most important news from this week and why it matters to people in the business of podcasting. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Shreya Sharma. Today, Spotify erroneously serves liquor. Platforms continue to snap up content houses. And RSS.com shares how they beat podcast spam. Let's get started. Last week, Spotify experienced the mother of all brand safety mistakes, and for now, it has cost them the ad dollars of a major liquor distributor. As originally reported by Tanner Campbell in Saturday's issue of Dispatches from the Booth, sometime on Saturday, Spotify began serving a banner ad for bourbon distillery Wild Turkey to the profile of every podcast. This led to numerous screenshots demonstrating just how unfortunate such a slip-up can be including children's entertainment and podcasts discussing sobriety. On Tuesday, Wild Turkey made an official statement on the matter. Quoting their statement, We are disappointed that the implementation of the campaign by Spotify was inconsistent with our advertising code and have paused all media with Spotify pending results of the investigation. We are members and partners of the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States and Responsibility.org and unequivocally support a responsible marketing agenda. End quote. The download has covered numerous stories involving new tech designed to ensure brand safety when it comes to problematic podcast hosts or suspect content in an existing brand's catalog. But this slip-up shows brand safety doesn't stop at the content of the podcast itself, which leads to a decision that might set up further problems in the very near future. This Monday, Izzy Lepowski published an article for Protocol highlighting Spotify lifting its two-year ban on political ads. Quoting the article, In an email the company sent out to the potential partners this week, Spotify said that political ads will appear across thousands of podcasts on and off Spotify. An accompanying presentation promises political advertisers the ability to target niche audiences and tap into AI-driven contextual targeting which allows advertisers to place ads in podcasts when they are discussing issues relevant to their target audiences. End quote. Lepowski highlights the uphill struggle Spotify has ahead of them. While competitors like Meta and Google have made efforts to be open with political advertisements by maintaining large public archives, Spotify starting from scratch. The wild turkey slip-up isn't enough to raise alarms at Spotify's ability to run ads ethically. Mistakes happen. That said, it does highlight just how impactful a mistake can be when made by a massive player in the industry, a player now dabbling in an area of advertising infamous for its ability to spread disinformation. It's been a week of big-name acquisitions of talent in the podcasting world. The massive, long-running interview podcast, WTF with Mark Marone, signed with ACAST, according to a Brad Hill article published Tuesday. The article quoted Ross Adams, CEO of ACAST, as, I quote, Entering into a partnership with the podcast giant Mark Marone is a big win for ACAST and for the open podcasting landscape, as this deal guarantees that the podcast can continue to be listened to by everyone, everywhere, and on their preferred listening platform, end quote. WTF, which previously operated as an independent production with a paywalled back catalog, 
available for a fee on its website, will now switch to offering older episodes to Acast Plus subscribers as bonus content. For the audience, little will change. But Acast has just inherited one of the biggest names in podcasting outside of Spotify's walled garden and gets to handle ad sales. Establishing the trend for the week, Monday saw a press release from SiriusXM announcing the acquisition of Team Coco, most notably bringing aboard the podcast Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Like the Maroon buyout, SXM has purchased the production house Whole Hog, including a five-year talent agreement with O'Brien. Now, longtime fans of the former late-night comedian will understand the gravitas behind convincing him into an exclusivity deal after his messy breakup with NBC. Rounding out the trio of announcements, Monday also saw Red Circle's announcement of acquiring rights to travel influencer Drew Binsky's upcoming show, Roots of Humanity. Binsky is making the popular move for influencers by starting a podcast guaranteed to court a built-in audience from his existing audience, sporting 3.3 million YouTube subscribers alone. Here's an excerpt from the press release. Quote, Roots of Humanity celebrates the beauty and diversity of the world, which is aligned with Red Circle's vision of helping podcasters of all sizes and shapes across the globe to get rewarded for their work. Red Circle is excited to be part of Drew Binsky's journey and help him to achieve his goals with its modern podcast hosting and monetizing technology. End quote. It seems the trend continues with podcast platforms looking beyond simple exclusivity rights for an individual show to focusing on acquiring complete production houses and existing brands that can act as content engines beyond the popular podcast's lifespan. Full creator or talent packages are the current hotness and there's no signs of them slowing down. This Monday, Sounds Profitable's own Brian Barletta covered the launch of Buzzsprout's new ad project in a thread on Twitter. In simple terms, the Buzzsprout's ad beta gives podcasters the ability to use Buzzsprout's dynamic ad insertion tech to implement mid-roll ads in a way previously only available to sign talent or shows with crew who've worked in advertising. Producers entering the beta can manually review ads to decide which would be the best fit for their podcast and whitelist them for inclusion. Buzzsprout's tech by default uses a music jingle slowly increasing in volume to signal an ad break is approaching, attempting to emulate the five-second timer announcing ad breaks on video hosting platforms like YouTube. Users are given a surprise amount of customization with this feature, offering five stock transition options, as well as the ability for hosts to record their own ad break and ad return bumpers for the automated system to use. Accessibility has also been taken into account. The Busrow Ads platform is designed to drop chapter markers around each inserted ad and automatically time shift the SRT file for podcasts with transcripts to accommodate the inserted ad changing time codes for any portion of transcript that takes place after. Brian sums up the best at the end of his thread, saying, Ad monetization empowers many podcasters to grow their show into a business. Sponsorships will always take the cake, but out-of-the-gate options for a skilled creator without sales experience changes the game. DAI marketplaces and programmatic are how we hit those IAB numbers. End quote. (laughs) 
A few days ago, a string of spam podcasts were published on major platforms, all containing a single episode of unrelated audio aimed at using the show art and description fields to promote escort services in various locations in the United Arab Emirates. They have the legitimacy of the spam texts one gets at 2 a.m., but they were produced by the dozen. On Monday, RSS.com co-founder and managing director Alberto Betela published a write-up on PodNews detailing how the hosting service tackled their new spam problem. I quote, We had two options. A, throw humans at the problem. That's hire one or two extra people to counteract this misbehavior, perhaps also implementing a moderation queue for newly created podcasts. Or B, build tech to address and mitigate the problem. We chose option B because it works at scale, it doesn't need food and drinks, and because it's a lot more fun. A few people in our team, in fact, have a strong AI machine learning background, and it doesn't happen very often to have the opportunity to leverage this skill set in the podcasting space. End quote. What's important here isn't necessarily the fact that RSS.com was able to quickly fix the issue with neat machine learning and clever implementation of tools to prevent false positives from getting stuck in the system. It's the fact that we, the public, know the broad strokes of how they accomplished it. Here's another excerpt from the article. Quote, We cannot share our current ML model as open source because it is part of the unique value proposition of our company. However, we have described the methods and provided actionable recommendations for anyone that wants to build something similar. Hopefully, this is our small contribution to keeping podcasting spam-free. End quote. Sharing methodology used to overcome issues that could affect anyone with similar services in the market is useful, embodying the spirit of open source communities, even when dealing with proprietary creations. We need more sharing like this across the industry. Finally, it's time for our semi-regular roundup of articles that didn't make it into today's episode, but are still worth working into your weekend reading. The first, streamers are creating companion podcasts for superfans of their shows by Alyssa Myers. And do you have a development deal with Audible yet? By J. Clara Chan. And that was the download from Sounds Profitable. I know we went through these fast, so be sure to check out the links to every article mentioned right in your podcast listening app or on soundsprofitable.com slash the download. And thank you for sticking with us as we bring you the top stories you might have missed from the past week. I'm Manuela Bedoya. And I'm Shreya Sharma. Our producers are Brian Barletta and Evo Terra. Special thanks to Gavin Gaddis for writing today's script and to Omni Studio for hosting the download. And as always, thanks to you for joining us. Robot. Download complete.